Welcome to Preston's Super Show. News, sports, and a whole lot more. It's the Super Show, baby. Warning. This show contains material that is only suited for patriotic audiences and people who have a backbone. If you like God, guns, and glory, you're listening to the right show. Sit back or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Preston Super Show. Gray skies, cold December day, December 27th. And let's be real, the NBA has just had so many issues with COVID, people dropping like flies. Um, You know, I just don't understand it. Uh, The vaccine, the masks, the social distancing... I don't know. I guess it's just not working for these guys. So, I haven't talked about NBA much. Because it's been dreary. Been a little down on that. You know, all the NHL games today are canceled. Because of COVID. Um, So, you probably just watch Western Michigan beat up on Nevada in the Quick Lane Bowl. Military Bowl got canceled. Bunch of soccer on. Um... Not really paying any attention to that today. Uh, the big football game tonight, Dolphins versus Saints. You know, I'm liking the Dolphins, I told you on the podcast. You heard it on Saturday. Roll with the Dolphins tonight. Nothing's changed. Um, Let's see, let's get a sip of coffee here. Yep. Ah, yep. That's right. So good. So good. And we got a seven-game NBA slate today. I mean, that's enough. Uh, the Suns coach, Monty Williams, he just entered COVID-19 protocols. Um, but, I mean, it looks like we're going to get all seven games. So, we're going to start with uh, 6 p.m. tip-off. Houston Rockets versus uh, Charlotte Hornets. I mean, let's be real. This game, not a lot of people probably care about. On the flip side, a lot of young talent. Um... The starters for both teams is really yet to be announced because of all this COVID stuff. But we should be having uh, a competitive game here. A game where I love the over. Um, I I think you want to be attacking the total here and going over with two young teams like this. They don't play much defense. They give up a ton of points. Um, Two pretty good pace teams. And... When you get two good pace teams, you get a lot of points. You get a lot of opportunities, shots created. And I think you're going to get that here. Um, Charlotte, let's see exactly where they rank in pace because they're second in offensive efficiency, which is outstanding. Uh, they're second in pace. Houston's third in pace. So, I, I mean, I just like the over here. Um, they set it at 234.5. That's fine. They'll go over that. I mean, there's no defense here. Uh, let's see. Kevin Porter Jr. is probable. 
Jalen Green, questionable. Garrison Matthews out. DJ Augustine out. John Wall out indefinitely. He's holding out. Um, that's for the Rockets. For the Hornets, PJ Washington, big rebounder. He's out. Uh, Miles Bridges out. Caleb Martin out. So the rebound is not going to be too good from either side. The, these teams are, are crushing the over right now as of late. Um, Charlotte's 20, 13, and 1 at the over. Houston's 18 and 15 at the over. Um, Houston has a 10 and 23 record. Charlotte has a 17 and 17 record. These are the games that Houston's going to compete hard in because they know they have an opportunity to get a, put another win in the column. Um, I don't want to play the spread with two teams like this because one team can completely outshine the other, um, and it can be either or. But I think the over is going to keep going up, and you jump on it at two, 234 and a half. Um, if you don't, I feel like you're going to be kicking yourself later. You can't be mad at me. Um, because you didn't jump on it, you know. Uh, but I, but I like the over there. I'll give out the best bet at the end of the show. We don't have NHL to talk about, so we just got these games. Your big matchup is, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. is going to play, and uh, should be Terry Rozier guarding him. And then you got Eric Gordon on Lamella Ball, Christian Wood. I absolutely love big fan of Christian Wood on Jade McDaniel's, uh, Jalen Green on on Plumley at the center position. And then small forward. Um, let's see here. You're gonna get Jay Sean Tate and Gordon Hayward. So I mean, you got the prolific scores for uh, Charlotte on the floor. You got Lamelo Ball. You got Rozier. You got Hayward. Uh, Plumlee's in there, which he hasn't been playing for a long time, so that's really good for them. Um, and I think you just you know stick stick with the flow, stick with the pace. The pace won't let you down as much as some of these other. Um, frivolous uh statistics well like the pace is a solid way way to look at a total so pretty much covered that i mean i could tell you that both these teams are going to run the floor so it's just going to be point after point after point and you know way over uh i think you get like one team probably get about 120 and another team get 125 to six something like that and uh if it's close that's good actually because then it comes down to free throws fouls um and a lot of uh a lot of opportunities for buckets so i'm gonna stay stick with the gun stick with the records and their current records of uh cashing that over for it and charlotte's been very hard to beat at home that's why another reason maybe stay away from the spread charlotte's been very good at home this year they're not um bad at all they're eight and four at home houston seven and seven going to be tough. I mean, it's going to be tough uh, for Houston to win this game. But this is also a game Houston on the road um, have been terrible. 3-16 and 16 on the road. Like, they're not that good on when they get out of their home court. So, what the I don't know really what the difference is. I guess they just don't play defense. So, a good time for the over. You know what I mean? So, we move on to the next uh, game, which is my favorite game to talk about. Chicago Bulls versus Atlanta Hawks. Uh, downside is a lot of injuries around this game too but you know for what we have this is going to be an exciting matchup and uh this is a game to watch before uh nfl comes on 
for that Dolphin Saints game comes on. Which, you know, I'm, I'm inclined to watch it because I talk about sports, so I got to watch sports. But, and I just love sports anyways. If I wasn't even talking about it or betting on it or any of that, writing about it, I would still be watching sports. So, uh, let's see here. We got the Bulls versus the Hawks. Bulls are 9-6 and six on the road. And uh, Atlanta Hawks are 8-8 eight eight at home. They don't protect home court that well. This is just a, a jump shooting team. The Atlanta Hawks are just a, a bunch of jump shooters. And the Chicago Bulls play pretty good defense lately. Uh, I will tell you that, you know, when Zach Levine's in, then I'm usually in on the Bulls. Um, you're not going to get much on the money line. Like, minus 195 on the money line for the Bulls. It's probably not your best spot tonight. Um, minus four and a half. I do like, but it's just maybe a little bit too much fat on that. Like, if you could trim that up, I'd play it up to minus 135. Trim that trim that spread up. Um, get that down to, like, minus three. Then you have the total, and it's at 211. And this is a hard one to pick because both these teams are under teams, surprisingly. Like, in Bulls games, they're usually scoring, but the other team... May not be keeping up as well because Bulls are 20 and 10 this season. Atlanta's 15 and 17. So Atlanta's scraping by. Like they're trying to get everyone. When the Bulls are pretty much cruising, they've put this uh, sort of a big three together Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Vukovic. They kind of have a big three. So they're going to be good, to, you know, all year. Um, I've seen the lines moving. I've seen people playing the Bulls up to minus six. Don't do that. Um, you probably lose your ass doing that. What you want to do is be trying to sure that spread up before it gets too far gone. Like if minus four and a half is what you can get, I'm okay with it. Like that's worth the squeeze. But you also have to consider the fact that Atlanta's at home can keep things close. Bulls at home, easy cover. Bulls on the road, that's eh, probably not so easy of a cover. And uh, then you kind of get into it with some of these other situations here with the matchups. And it's very important to pay attention to the matchups in this game. You got, uh, we should be getting Kobe White starting at point guard. And then um, Lance Stevenson, name you haven't heard in a long time, uh, at point guard for the Hawks. Then you got DeRozan on Bogdanovich, who Bogdanovich isn't going to be able to slow him down much. And... You know, DeRozan doesn't play the best defense. Then you got uh, Javante Green up against uh, Skylar Mays. That should be an easy matchup for Green to dominate. Um, The Bulls are going to try to get the ball to Vukovic, space the floor, get Capella out from under the net. That way it's easier for them to get uh, offensive rebounds. Um, which the Bulls do well in. And then uh, Vukovic on Capella is a good matchup to watch. And then Levine on Reddish is a good matchup because Reddish is talented. He's going to pull the moves. He's going to do the nice, uh, tricky tricky things with the ball. But see, Levine, he's just surefire. He's a surefire scorer. So I don't really like, you know, Reddish guarding Levine much. I think Levine can explode tonight. So I'm definitely okay with taking the Bulls on the spread. Uh you know, I don't play, you know, I'm not always a big fan of the spread of basketball, but tonight, like I said, if you could get it minus four and a half, um, they're, they're kind of throwing you a bone there. Um, if you could share it up, 
I'd play it up to minus 135. Why not? You know what I mean? There's not much out there tonight. That's sure. Um, and the line's going to move. You know, it was at minus four and a half. Um, or was it minus six? Came down. Looks like it's wanting to go back up to five. So, you know, get on it now. Because I just think it's going to be hard to catch that magic after about 3 p.m., you know. Uh, or even 4 p.m. when it gets closer to tip-off. But this is your 6.30 p.m. tip-off game. Um, but look, I just laid uh, a sprinkle on it. So you can, you know, if you trust me, you know, I'm telling you, I just laid a sprinkle on it on FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. And uh, I like the minus 4.5 at minus 114 odds. Um, if you do go minus 3.5, minus 142, acceptable. Got to lay a little bit more juice, but um, it's acceptable. Now let's talk about why I really like that. Like, what's really driving that for me? Um, besides that, you probably noticed that I didn't mention Trey Young's name because he's out. Uh, also, Gallinari out. Uh, Solomon Hill out for the season. DeAndre Hunter out. Um. Uh, Timothy Luwa, Cabaret out, Lou Williams out, Kevin Herrera out, Wes Iwundu out, Oniyaka Ongawu out, John Collins out, Jalen Johnson out, DeLon Wright out. On the bowl side, uh, starting with most recent. Besides Patrick Williams, we know he's out for until at least April. Um, Ayo Dosunmu out. Matt Thomas is out. Alex Caruso's out. Uh, Alfonso McKinney's out. Tony Bradley, out. Lonzo Ball, um, out. And Derek Jones Jr. is out. So these teams crushed with injuries. I'm surprised Atlanta's even playing this game to be just quite frank. Um, but people are started hammering Atlanta plus six and a half. Got that line down to minus four and a half. Um, but I just don't, I just don't like it. I don't like it. I think that um, the Bulls are just more complete, pretty solid on the road this year, early in the season too. But now that Christmas is out of the way, you get a next, you get the next level of play where guys play a little bit better. Um, and I think the Bulls have played as a unit, they've played better than Atlanta has and Atlanta doesn't have most of their unit. So I just don't see where the value is in picking a team that's just so, uh, banged up. Now we move on to Boston versus Minnesota. So Celtics take on the T-Wolves, 7 o'clock Central Time. Very good matchup here uh, because Boston isn't running away with games. um, And the T-Wolves are very competitive. Both these teams are uh, different in a lot of ways. Where you have the Celtics who um, are kind of an under team. You know, 14 and 18 and 1 at the under. Uh, Minnesota, the T-Wolves are 17-5 towards the over. Um, 
Boston is a good spread team where Minnesota is breaking even at the spread, 16 and 16 against the spread. Minnesota's 9 and 9 at home, Boston's 7 and 11 away. They do struggle on the road. Um, and they're a uh, little bit out of their element here in Minnesota. I mean, you can look at this a lot of ways. The public money is coming in heavy on the T Wolves at the spread. I I like that. I think it's a good where a good place to be is on the T Wolves on the spread. Um, because the Celtics are so banged up, Marcus Smart questionable. Jason Tatum's not playing. Hawford's out. Uh, Thomas is out. Schroeder's out. Fernando's out. Uh, CJ Miles out. Justin Jackson's out. Aaron Neesmith is out. These are all recent. Uh, Enos Freedom. Enos Cantor Freedom. Oh, he's not Cantor anymore. Enos Freedom. Call him his proper name. He's out. So I, I just don't... Um, I just don't know what you really get with the T-Wolves. I mean, with the um, Celtics. Excuse me. What is there for you? Uh, there's like nobody playing on their team. But you don't want to be ta- attacking the total in this situation. You want to be looking at the T-Wolves on spread. Plus five and a half. Tease it with the Bulls. Spread. Get yourself a nice little teaser ticket. And uh, lay it thick. You know what I mean? Because the T-Wolves, this is this is exactly where they want to be. You know what I mean? Don't kid yourself. But you could do a two-leg teaser, five-point teaser, Bulls and Timberwolves. And if you do five-point teaser, you get Bulls plus half a point and T-Wolves plus 11 at plus 100 odds on FanDuel. Probably get better odds on your book. But uh, that's just what I slopped together for you right there. And it's actually really good because in our this is the third game we're talking about, you're looking around at who's matching up against who. The Celtics don't have like a team on the floor. Like they're they have like nobody out there. All these guys are questionable. Uh and you know their best players are out. So you know, what do you want to do with that? Uh, usually you want to avoid that. But because the T-Wolves have a lot of injuries, they still have a, a more complete team on the floor. But they do have some serious injuries. I mean, uh, Naze Reed's out. DeAndre, uh, D'Angelo Russell out. Pat Beverly out. Vanderbilt's out. Jared Vanderbilt's good. And uh, Josh Okoge, shooting guard, is out. Uh, Tareen Prince out. Anthony Edwards out. A lot less injuries. Um, but yeah, I mean, face facts, you know, the Celtics don't have those type of reserves to keep up tonight. They just don't. Um, so I'm, I'm letting you know, take, you know, tease that with the Bulls. You know, maybe we'll throw, put that together as a, as a teaser, you know, the best bet. The, the Bulls and the uh, T-Wolves together. And uh, we'll make that the best bet at the end of the show. But see, then we go to uh, our next game. Because the matchups are skewed, you're not going to get a fair uh, look at the matchup in that game. So we just got to move on. Utah Jazz versus San Antonio Spurs. Western Conference battle. 
Um, and you know the Western Conference is hard to get wins in. Everybody's tough. Even the teams you don't think are good, they're still pretty tough. But then the, this is just, you know, NBA, we're dealing with the injury bug. But I don't want to dismiss, you know, it because it's just part of, you know, as long as they're playing, I'm willing to talk about the games. Even though I'm not happy with all these people out, I mean, I wish them all to get healthy as soon as possible. But I'm just not happy because we all want to be watching our teams play at full strength and watching competitive games. And it's going to be hard to put a good brand on the floor when you're missing half your team. I just don't understand the the reasoning behind that. These guys need to be getting healthy. And uh, if they got to stop it for a while, then so be it. Um, You know, because the NHL had no problem doing that. So, I mean, if that's what you have to do, it's what you got to do. Let's see. We got Utah Jazz, who are 23-9 this season, and San Antonio Spurs, who are 14-18. You know, there's not a lot of juice here. Uh, Utah minus 290 favorites. 230 and a half is the total. Uh, Utah's minus seven on the spread. And you got two over teams. Two teams that like to push the pace. But that's also with a lot of their guys. They're down huge. They don't have their best player, um, Donovan Mitchell. My Oni, his backup, is questionable. Malik Fitz out. Jared Butler out. Yudoka Azubuke out. Elijah Hughes is out. And then on the Spurs side of things, they have DeJounta Murray out and Zach Collins out. So, yes, the Spurs are in a better spot to win this game. Um... The Jazz are going to be okay because of their rebounding. And that they don't really... I think everybody's jumping on the Spurs in this game. It's it's funny to see the money coming in. Like, 54% of the money is coming in on the Spurs uh, to cover the spread. And I'm just not um, certain on that. Like, if Rudy Gobert plays... I have a hard time thinking that there's, like, guys on the Spurs that are going to, like, slow him down. They still got Joe Ingles. Um, I think you'd be better off with an over. You know, and that would be my bet on this game. I don't really like the total. Because I feel like it's slipping. I feel like it's pushing down and it's trending down. Uh, with the information we have, we can see it's trending down. Um, on VSIN.com, you could you could see uh, how the money's being shaped and shaping the line. But for the most part, the Jazz uh, still have a pretty good team on the floor. So I don't really like going against them too much. And we can actually talk about the matchups here. Um, so we got, you know, Mike Conley up against Derek White at point guard, uh, Royce O'Neal against, uh, who is this? Trey Jones. Then we got Bogdanovich up against Doug McDermott, Rudy Gobert against Jacob Potel, Joe Ingles up against Keldon Johnson. So, I mean, there's some like mismatches. Bogdanovich is going to be able to skirt by McDermott. 
Uh, Goldberg's not going to have a problem with Potel at center. O'Neal's underrated, and he's going to be scoring a lot. Joe Ingles uh, can make it, can shoot just as well as anybody else from the arc. And Conley's a great uh, point guard. So I still like the Spurs. You know, they, they should cover that spread. And uh, my bet would be looking at the total. But, you know, personally, I have a no bet here. But uh, the total's where you want to be looking if you want to win tonight. And there's just too many injuries on both sides for me because these are huge injuries. Um, the pace pusher for the Spurs is out. Like, they're a guy that pushes the pace is out. And uh, DeJounta Murray. I mean, what do you do with that? Uh, Donovan Mitchell is the guy that pushes the pace in the Jazz. What do you do with that? I still like the over, but it's slipping. It's going down. And the Spurs don't necessarily play that great without their stars. But this is a situation where they're catching Utah at an ample time. And I feel like they'll keep it close. Popovich will have them coached right. But uh, it won't really change the price of potatoes you know what i mean we just have two western conference teams they're both going to compete to the end that's why i like the over i think we push up there even though jazz lately have been you know coming in on the under a little bit heavy i still think this is one of those situations on a monday where after christmas two teams get out there you know what i mean and they get after it and i think that's what you get tonight so i'd be looking at the over personally so we're gonna cut the break when i come back we got three games left uh, Memphis Grizzlies versus Suns, Dallas Mavericks versus Portland Trail Blazers, Brooklyn Nets versus Los Angeles Clippers. Thanks for staying with me this far, and I'll be right back after these messages. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Sounds good, right? There are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay, thinking they're doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years. If you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. Dot .fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We are back and we're staying in the Western Conference. With another interesting game, the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Phoenix Suns. This should be an entertaining game for both sides. Uh, We have to get to the injuries, but first, uh, 
Memphis Grizzlies are 20 and 14. Phoenix Suns are 26 and 6. Um, Phoenix is the favorite, minus 350. Total set at 221 and a half. Spread. Phoenix is favored at minus eight and a half. Now you have the injury report. Which is not good for the Grizzlies. Um let's see, they got Santi Aldama out, Yves Pons out, uh DeAnthony Melton's out, Dylan Brooks out, uh Jared Culver out, Sam Merrill's uh out, and Last, Zyar Williams is out. Now for the Phoenix Suns, Alfred Payton is out. Uh, Jay Crowder's out. So there goes your over. Uh, Frank Comiskey out. Abdel Nader out. And Dario Sarik out. Huge on both sides. Um, both these teams are good cover teams. Um, but uh, Phoenix is 14-17-1 and 17 and one on the under. The Memphis Grizzlies are 18, 16, and 0 at the under. Where the Phoenix has one little tie tie there somehow. The hell that happened. But, uh, well, one push, really. But, yeah, uh, it, it, I mean, that happens when, it, you know, it's a flat number. So, what we have is two teams. Grizzlies a little bit more banged up. You got the Suns, who I never bet on anymore, you know, after last year. Get, even gave him a shot this year. Like, hey, can you get off the wall? Shame. No, they couldn't do it. Um, but these are two under teams. Um, we look at the pace. You have Memphis, who's 13th in the league in pace. And Phoenix comes in at 4th. But they're down some of their key players. Um they took that L on Christmas. Uh, so they're going to come out with a little bit of fire. But ultimately, you know, I don't I don't really, you know, like I said, I don't bet on the Suns. I would be going with the under. I mean, even if the Suns play good and they play, you know, start out the gate, make it look like it's going to go over, the Grizzlies will drag this game under. Um, and if not, the Suns will will botch it and, and they'll drag it under. But I'd be looking at the under here. Um overs aren't as easy to get right now because of just so many players being out. So you gotta pick the overs sparingly. But 221 and a half. I know it's a little bit low for Western Conference. But hear me out. You got some serious injuries on both sides. And some of those players are guys that are the put back bucket guys like Sarik. Uh, so you got guys like that out. You got so many players out for the Grizzlies. I just don't like the over. I mean, I think you go under. So it's, it's a you know a little bit of a scrubby game, uh, but but you know worthwhile if you're a fan of either team because either team has a fair shot to win this. The spread is misleading you, um, so I'm staying away from that entirely. But I would say bet on the under. Uh, the money coming in is coming in on the under, so you got to catch it before it drops below 221. Because then I would stay away. Uh, 221 and a half is where you want to be. Talk about the matchups. Talk about really who you got in this game uh, with all these injuries. Um, you will have Miles Bridges out there. You will have Chris Paul. You will have Booker. You will have Aiton. And you will have uh, Johnson. 
uh, Cam Johnson. So you got all your, you know what I mean, the normal crew, for the normal starters. It's just the bench guys, the role players. It's not going to be there for them. Uh, so once the starters are out, that's where the Grizzlies can, you know, start playing a little bit better defense. Um, you know, not have to worry about, you know, keeping up as much once the starters are out. And that's where the pace will slow down. So that's it's bound to happen. DeAndre Ayton can't play a whole game. Um, they're not going to push Chris Paul for a whole game. Same thing with Booker. You know, they they got the reserves that they can bring in and and let them play a little bit of time. They just don't. They're just not deep enough uh, to kind of put it on this Grizzlies team. And the Grizzlies just have too many injuries. Like yes, they have Bane. He's just not that. He's just not that good yet. And then they have John Morant. You know, we like him. Um, but against Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns, he's going to have a little bit of trouble navigating um, uh, Jared Jackson Jr. A uh, great player. Um, can can do a lot of things with the basketball. Is very creative. Uh, so you got to like his game. But uh, Dylan Brooks being out is huge. Like that's a, that's a clutch scoring piece for this Grizzlies team. So I'm going to roll with the under there. We'll move on to Dallas Mavericks at the Portland Trail Blazers. This is going to be a good game. Um, we got to check if Luca's back. I don't know. See what the injury report says about him. Um, the money's coming in heavy on Portland. But they're having a rough year. 13-19 and 19 on the season. Dallas is 15-17 and 17 on the season. Uh, they don't have a spread set. Money line, Dallas is favored in minus 115. That's barely. It's, it's really a pick em. Um Total set at 212.5. Very low. Very low for a Western Conference game. I could tell you to attack that, but the injury report is so devastating. Um, Willie Cauley-Stein out. Finney, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith out. Josh Green out. Uh, Eugene Omiru out. Jordan McLaughlin's out. Luka Doncic's out. Trey Burke is out. Tim Hardaway Jr.'s out. Max E. Klebler's out. Reggie Bullock's out. I'm going to say no bet because I don't even know if they're going to be able to play this game. That doesn't seem like it because then on the Portland Trailblazers side, uh, Cody Zeller, he's out. Uh, Nurkic out. Um, Dame Lillard out. Nazir Little's out. Dame Lillard questionable. Um, Kaijin Blevins out. Covington out. Ben McLemore out. Dennis Smith Jr. out, Trendon Watford out, CJ McCollum out, and definitely, man, he's got the he's got the lung issue. Feel bad for him. God bless your brother. Hope he gets better. Really big fan of his. Um, yeah, it's trending over, but I really like the over if uh, Lillard plays. But I feel like they don't have a spread set because they just don't know if who's playing and if they're going to be able to play the game. So I would be saying go with the over um, if they do play, even though these two teams cr- crush the under this is just too low for two western conference teams too low i I can't stand to look at it and the matchups they're just not going to matter because (laughs) you you don't even know who's playing so we don't even have that information so we got to move on to the last and final game brooklyn nets at los angeles clippers and this game should be real interesting because you're getting the best from the east First, what, what was the best of the West and the Clippers, who've kind of hit a, a, a couple road bumps, 
But Brooklyn's twenty-two and nine on season. The Clippers are seventeen and sixteen. Um, uh, Brooklyn comes in heavy favorite on the road, minus one sixty-five. Be cautious about that. Uh, Two hundred thirteen and a half is the total. Minus three and a half is on the spread. I love, love, love the over. These are two under teams uh, cashing the under for betters. But tonight, uh, the Clippers don't like to give up at home. They don't like to give up wins at home. 12 and 9 at home. Brooklyn's 12 and 3 away. This is a great time to smash the over before it gets out of hand. Uh, the money coming in is pushing the total down. So wait a little bit. Let it settle out. Say about 5 o'clock. Swoop in and grab the over. Um, and maybe even wait lo- a little longer. Come in 6.30. Okay. You know what I mean? Maybe you've seen a game or two. You had a bet you didn't like. Didn't go your way. Wait a little bit. Grab this line. Grab the over in this game. The reason you want to grab the over is because, yes, we know about the injuries. Uh, We know Kyrie's still not playing. And we know that Brooklyn has a boatload of injuries. We know on the same side, Clippers have a boatload of injuries, uh, including Paul George, including Reggie Jackson, including Kawhi Leonard, who's out for the season. Okay? So the Clippers do not have their stars. And Brooklyn should come to town and have no problem. But there's always that thing where Brooklyn on the road, you got to be careful with them. They've looked good so far, but they've had the benefit of this, uh, having more guys healthy, even though they have a lot of guys out, uh, namely Kyrie Irving, but also uh, Kessler Edwards, Duke Jr., Cam Thomas, uh, Dan Ron Sharp, Kevin Durant, Bruce Brown, James Johnson, LaMarcus Aldridge, Joe Harris. A lot of their big scores, primetime guys are out, man. They're not playing tonight. So I don't like the spread. Um, I like the over because I think these two teams, without all their stars, are going to play each other close. You get in that fourth quarter, both teams get into the bonus. All of a sudden, we're just seeing foul shot after foul shot, and I see I see this game going that way. So be on the over. Um, Clippers have some huge injuries. You know, with Harstein, their center being out, they're going to be terrible at rebounding. They're not spacing the floor well without Reggie Jackson, so I can promise you that. And another part of that is without Paul George, they don't have a, a main figure on the court to trust with the basketball. So they're going to be a little bit sloppy, which is going to help with uh, shots, uh, shot opportunities, because that's going to create free throw opportunities as well as fast break points, uh, quick buckets for the Brooklyn Nets. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the conclusion of our show today. And I hope you enjoyed the NBA betting guide for December 27th, 2021. I know we're wrapping up this year fast. Make sure you head over to oddmanout.ninja. And hey, what better time to give than right now? You can tip me right on the main page. If you like my work, if you appreciate everything I can bring to you and what I'm doing to build this brand, I've done it all by myself. Uh, Very little help uh, besides some people on social media that have, you know, helped promote. Other than that, all the work is done by me. All the costs are covered by me. Um, It's not easy, but I love to do it. Um, And I'm just a talkative guy, so I'm here talking and and chewing the fat with you. But I'm giving you the insight, the analysis, the instincts you need to place a sharp wager. Ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night, everyone. Best of luck.